Hello and welcome. Another week has gone and we are back, back, back. I'm Hannah Fernando and I'm your host and with me is the wonderful Claire Ruck, our resident soap expert who's going to give us all we need to know and get through another week. But before we talk about the current storylines, let's have a chat about Maisie Smith, um, who plays Tiffany from EastEnders, because she did incredibly well alongside Kevin Clifton on Children in Need last week, didn't she, Claire? She did. Hello, Hannah. So this was for Children in Need and there was four of them in it doing a Strictly Come Dancing episode and it was absolutely brilliant. Maisie was fantastic and she won and she deserved to win. And I also think, you know, Ricky Champ was great. So Ricky Champ plays Stuart and so when he came in, he was a bit of an aggressive, violent kind of guy. But we saw him in a completely different light. And I actually, I've been warming to him. Mm. That's made me think of Stuart in a much, much, much warmer fashion because he's been really good with Rainey and really helping her through her addiction. Whereas, you know, when he first came in, we were really unsure about how just how bad he was. That's kind of testament, I suppose, to his acting skills yes. as well, isn't it? That he's it been is. able to kind of change your mind. Because yes. quite often these bad boys have a quite a warm side. We talk about Ben Mitchell quite yes. a lot, don't we? And that he's the same. He's kind of one of those characters that you you really don't like and everything he stands for you really dislike and hate but actually it's quite a nice character yes he is very nice very clever yes yeah, and I attractive think, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of that has got us thinking um, because there are quite a few soap child stars that have done well generally, aren't there, Claire? Oh, yes, there's, there, there is quite a lot. So if we look, um, the ones that are out there at the moment, so Anna Friel, she's in Marcella and she's also, she did that big American series, Pushing Daisy, so she's had success on both sides of the Atlantic. She's really successful, isn't she? She is very successful. And we, we did talk about her a couple of weeks ago and we shouldn't forget, she actually started out as Beth. Jordash in Brookside. Brookside. She yeah, was she quite did. young. She was mid-teens, you know, and so she had some really big, meaty storylines. She had gritty storylines. Yeah, she actually. did. I think she was the first lesbian kiss, wasn't yes. she? You know, she, yeah, she had big storylines yeah. to get hold of, and yeah. that was a big thing. Massive you know, Many years then. ago. Yeah. And now she's gone on, and she has this, she has this vibrant career. She really does. And, 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 you know, looking at child stars, generally speaking, there are, are, and we're about to talk about them, lots that have done really well, but... Child stars often fall, don't they? Yes, because they they've do. been in the limelight from such a young age. They're almost set up to fall. And you look across the pond and you've got the likes of Britney Spears, Macaulay Culkin. It, there's still quite a few that just can't, they struggle as they get into adulthood with, with it all, I think. They do, yes. They've had fame too young. They don't have a normal childhood. They don't go to school. They don't, they don't play with other children in the playground. They're often, you know, they, ha- they have coaching on set. That's where they... That's they're so robbed they're, of their childhood, yes, really, aren't they? Yes, yes. And, I mean, there are strict laws in place to make sure that they're not overworked. But, yeah, you know, you and I went to school. We did normal school things. And had sort of friends and people, yeah, they're, they're being ferried around yes. in, you know, nice limos and stuff, yes. aren't they, from the age of about five. Yes. And yeah. you can tell when they're about to do their their big exams is because then they'll have, especially in the soaps, they'll have like three months off when when exam time comes up, whether it be whether it be your GCSEs or your A-levels. They sort of, they have to write these 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 children out because they still need to have qualifications yeah, just like the rest they of they do, because, it, you know, the work can dry up. Yeah. You know, just because you're success now doesn't mean yes. that you're going to be a success later. Yeah. And particularly um, child singers as well, because yes. the voices can change as yes, they grow. massively. Aled Jones. Aled Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and it is nearly Christmas. I always yes. think of him for the snowman. <laughs> um, so as well as Anna Friel, uh, Jenna Coleman. Yes. Another one, but she's successful, of course. She is massively successful. She started off in... in 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 Emmerdale playing Jasmine Thomas, um, and she she left there, and you know what she got the she got the really big gig. She went to be on to be an assistant in Doctor Who. That is a 
that's a big gig. That's a big gig. She played Clara and she was to two Doctor Whos as well. Matt Smith and my favourite Doctor Who, Peter Capaldi. <laughs> Everyone's got a favourite Doctor Who. I do. I love him. I love their favourite James Bond. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, so she's, you know, we all know her now as, as, well, she's been been away from Doctor Who, but we all know her as Victoria from from the drama Victoria. Mm. Um, I mean, and that's that's massive. Yeah, to sustain that length of career is huge and such diverse kind of uh, characters she's playing too. And then... Um, you've got Davy Jones. We have got Davy Jones. So mm-hmm. I don't know how many of our listeners will remember Davy Jones, but he played... Dig deep, guys, dig deep. <laughs> dig very deep. Memory bank. Early 60s, he played Ina, Ina Sharple's grandson in Coronation Street. But, of course, Davy Jones is better known as the singer from that big pop group, The Monkeys. The Monkeys. <laughs> Sadly, he has passed now. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's amazing. So, so he, he went on to become... One of the monkeys. So for every sad story of Charles Stars, there's many good <laughs> <Yes>. ones. <laughs> That's what we're trying to use, get you to take away from this. Yeah, yeah. And I think Macy Smith. You know, we when we saw her come in, she was she was she's this little redhead child. I don't know, she was missing her front teeth. You know, she was that age. And she come in with Bianca as her mum, and they both redheads, and they were both wearing the silver puffer jackets, and they were like she was like a mini me. Oh. She was a mini Bianca, and well, Bianca's not in. EastEnders currently. I think Tiffany has really grown into it, and she has she has grown from this. She was a really cute child into a, a into a really lovely looking, brilliant actress. Yeah, she she really she really has, and of course Bianca comes and goes from, yes. from there, doesn't she? Yes, she lot. does. And she's been really successful as well in her own right as well. Yes. Okay, so after the reminiscing, <laughs> back to this week and what's happening in Soapland. Um, let's start with Corrie, shall we? Because it's Michelle and Robert's wedding, um, and as we all know, weddings are aren't always happy occasions on the cobbles. Um, And this one is even more complex than most. Um, Over to you, Claire. So this is Michelle and Robert's big day this week. And what we have to remember is Robert is that two-timing love cheat, isn't he? It's so complex, this story. And it's going to unravel and just get worse before it it can ever get better, if it can ever get better. So we're now on the downward slope into Christmas. And, you know, the Silver Fox, you know, that's what we like to call him, um, He's been. He has been engaged to Michelle and to pregnant Vicky. Michelle found out, and um, Michelle and Vicky found out about the duplicity. And um, but Michelle is playing the long game, and she's still going to marry. She's still going to marry him, um, but she has banned Vicky from turning up at the event. You know, you don't really want. It should have been blinded me. by love, or do you yeah. think she's got, like you say, a long game? Who, don't, who knows? knows? What she's do. Who knows? But it's really scary this week because. Vicky vanishes and the wedding the wedding's about to start and her son pitches up um, and says, what have you done with my mum? What have you done with my mum? So Robert has, involved has, in some, you know, has Robert killed her? Yes. Well, she's not around, is she? She's not around. No one can find her. Oh she's a pregnant woman. She's heavily pregnant, pregnant. so she can't go so running anywhere. So does he want to really be with Michelle? Yes, I think I think he I think he does. He has, he has sort of had to make a choice. Um, Why would I go for the mother of my child? No, I mean silly thing. To think about <laughs> well, it, <not> really. <laughs> um, so so yes. Yeah, so what what you know? And the police also want to know. And and they're called, are they? Yes. But before that, we've got to have the wedding. And I would really like to think that Michelle is going to say at the altar, "I'm not marrying you, Jilton." Yes, and she's going to pick her dress up and she's going to march. Turn around and march right out of that church. Well, if you knew that his ex-pregnant 
girlfriend <laughs> is not around anymore. Yeah. You've got serious questions need to yes. be asked, don't yes. they? So do you think this will all happen in a Christmas episode and we'll find no... I think I think we will have completion over Christmas. Do you? Yes. We need a bit of peace at Christmas, don't we? Yeah, but it, it's not. It's Christmas. The Christmas Day episodes, we want them to be exciting. So it's yeah, not just going to be yeah. Christmas carols in the... In <laughs> I would the... never imagine that could be the case. <laughs> Ever <laughs> and and traditionally, you know, Corrie Corrie's ones have been ha- haven't been quite so brilliant. But I think this year they've gone all out to really match a, an Eastenders one. Story line, it is a big storyline, I mean, and it's it, it's got some legs as yes, well. It's has. not something that's just over yeah. and done with. Yeah. Okay, so quite a lot happening there, one way yes. or another. <laughs> and a storyline that's had us hooked is finally coming to an end, perhaps. Um, not really feeling the Christmas spirit in the Dales, are they? No, they're not. Um, so, so we've, so you know, it's our favourite, our favourite soap couple, Moira and Kane. Everybody wants them to get back together again. I think even the the actors want Moira and Kane. Their well, I don't think they ever wanted this affair no, to happen, no, did they? And no. for some reason, Moira's allowed it to happen, and you feel yes. really genuinely irritated by I know. her. I think, well, you've got Kane. He's I like know. he's again the the bad guy that yes. we've all got a soft spot yeah. for, and he turns out to be really quite lovely. Yes. And she goes and does the dirty I on know. him, and of course with his son. Yes, turned out, out turned out to oh, be his son. Awkward. Awkward. I mean, that's going to be a great Christmas lunch, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Do you think? I mean, does Moira want to really be back with him? I mean, she's had that affair. She has had that mistake. I think it was a massive mistake, and she is really on the downward spiral, and she's drinking heavily. Oh, no, Moira. Really drinking heavily. So she's now running Butler's Farm on her own, really, because um, a client turns up, she's drunk, she makes inappropriate comments, she's rude to him, not anything other than that, but she's just rude to him. You don't do that to clients, no. you know, if you want you want their business, business. You'd be nice, it's <laughs> yeah. simple. And so Pete, her, her nephew, not a blood nephew, but a nephew, who she also had a one-night stand with, he, he quits his job. So she is completely on her own, Trying to run a farm as a single woman, and she's she's struggling she's to struggling cope. under the pressure. Yeah. And this week, you know, Kane makes a really shocking threat to her, um, and he threatens to take the children away from her. Oh, every woman's worst nightmare. Yes. And, and I guess if he's she's drinking that heavily, and he can prove that she is, I suppose yes. he has quite strong grounds yes. to do it. Yes, oh, I know, and that would really destroy her. Yeah, and I and I. If it is a genuine mistake, you kind of... But can Kane really forgive her at this point? Yeah. Let's hope so. I guess we'll find that in the new year. Yes. I think this story will go for yeah. a while as well. But um, we've got bigger news, though, haven't we? Because Twitter was a light. Um, Maya is back. She is back. So we talked... We What we talked about a couple of weeks ago was that Maya was out of prison and Jacob was, you know... And this we didn't was, know we'd actually see her, did we? We didn't. This was really well hidden. They just kept all of this out of the press. And I think that was a really good way to do it because I think I think, on Tuesday night, everybody would have been majorly shocked. And they were. They just got onto Twitter. Maya is back. We saw her and the shock was she's heavily pregnant. Who's So, of course, she is in prison because she had an affair with someone, uh, a student. Yes. So could that student be the father and why is she out I've got so many questions <laughs> well, <laughs> that's that's the big question um she's heavily pregnant I would imagine good behavior and and a pregnancy um and she was David's girlfriend first of all and Jacob is his son so and she was also Jacob's teacher so she groomed Jacob so we have her in a relationship with both men 
So David could be the father. Yes. Jacob could also yes. be the father. So father and son yes. essentially could be the father yes. of her baby. Oh, gosh, it's really and quite... I, I, I do think that this is, a, this is a really tricky one because she is an abuser and we must never forget that. She, she groomed and abused Jacob. So personally... I would, I would like to see perhaps David being the father rather than... Yeah, I think, yeah. But having said that, Jacob was groomed so well that he really does have feelings for yes. her, doesn't he? Yes. So it's not kind of... He almost doesn't recognise... He abuse, doesn't recognise does his he? abuse, no. He's having therapy. It's a long road sometimes to come back from that kind of abuse. Yeah, so he, he genuinely feels and believes it. So we're going to see a really interesting dynamic yes. here, aren't we, with, yes. her, with her back and whether yes. she'll be... Presumably in that situation, she's, she's got to stay away. Is there some... Well, one would hope so. She's been gone to prison for it. You can't... And he's, he's still quite young. So so she's here to stay, you think, for a while at least? Yes. I, th- I think this story's... Wow. Yeah. That, is re- that is a big story to keep away from the press, isn't it? Because like you say, yes. when we talked about it last time, we just thought, well, she's back. Well, yeah. As in, she's out of prison. Yes. And that's yeah. where it ends. Yeah. That was... The, I mean, it was... The pregnancy was the really shock. I mean, you could see her coming back and, and you could see her doing lots of other things. But... But in all soaps, women have sex and they don't take birth control. <laughs> it's 2019, guys. It's not difficult. I know. Come At on. All, do they? It really isn't. <laughs> I just don't do it. So, so, but I did think with this kind of storyline, I didn't even go there on the baby front. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting development. Yeah. Actually, Thinking about it, those boys could take control as well, couldn't they, they could. really? Honestly. They could. Oh. <laughs> uh, in the square, we have secrets being spilled, namely in the form of Lisa telling Phil that Sharon's baby isn't his. Um, but I'm not sure he believes her. Well, that's a, so this is, uh, this is a really good Christmas story coming up. You know, we've all been waiting for Phil to find out that the baby Sharon's carrying isn't his and that it's Keanu's. And that's 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 amazing. So so Lisa is is his ex-wife and also she is Louise's mum, but she's also struggled a bit with mental health. So and she's in a bad place at the moment. This is the week we're gonna see me- She plays that part really well, she doesn't does, she? Yes. Don't you think? I've always thought that about her. She's yeah. played that role incredibly well. And this is the week that Mel is buried. So she died a couple of weeks ago. And Lisa blames blames the Mitchell. She certainly blames Sharon because they were in that race. To get to Phil when mm. when the car crash happened that, that eventually killed killed Mel. So Lisa's really really unhappy and and she she actually stands up in the vicar Mel's wake and calls Sharon a murderer. <laughs> wow. So she is really and then she just funerals weddings <laughs> they're all <laughs> <full of> drama <laughs> and they always go to the vic for their wakes they don't go anywhere else a posh hotel there isn't anywhere else to go <laughs> you know it's just the Queen bit. <laughs> I know they do well out of that. Must be cheap points, I reckon. <laughs> so, so she 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 actually says to Phil, "That baby's not yours." But of course, she's not well, and he doesn't, doesn't believe, believe her. her. But what he does do, I think, and it would do if someone said that to you, I think it would sow. There's an element of doubt there, yes. isn't there? So the seed. Why would someone say that? But of course, Lisa Lisa doesn't know that Kian is the dad. So while Phil might be thinking. Um, he's not thinking Keanu's the dad at the moment. And that is, you know, that's the really big thing. That's the big news. Because Keanu is like a, he's like a surrogate son to Phil. He'd be devastated he by the be. disloyalty. Yes, yes, absolutely. It is, it is really, really, really big. And another thing that I think in, 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 a, in, EastEnders this week is that Honey finally dumps Adam. I'm sorry, I don't, I just don't know where that relationship was going. It's going. 
And thank goodness is what I say. (laughs) Honey's got a really big workload at the moment, hasn't she, poor girl? She's in Strictly on the other side. And she's also, I I don't know how she's doing it. I know that her partner is is Anton, isn't it? And he was saying she's just such a hard worker. She's absolutely exhausted. She must be. And yeah. She's come on leaps and bounds in that she show. She has, she has. So, so yeah, she finally dumps Adam, and I think every EastEnders fan out there is going, "Yay!" And uh, she goes around to see her ex Billy. Ooh. Oh, honey and Billy. But Billy's not alone. Oh, okay. Are you ending it there? <laughs> oh, yes. On this I don't know who Billy is seeing. Do you know what? It's so funny because we all love to see people back with who yes. they originally were. Like it was it's the, the final piece of the puzzle. They're, they're all together. Every, harmony. The equilibrium is restored, yes. everybody. Hollyoaks is as brilliant as ever this week, isn't it? Because there is a surprise arrest. There is. There is. So so this is this is the continuing story of, of Mercedes or Mercy um, being shot. Loads of people are are in the are in the frame for it, but there is a surprise arrest. Who is it? I mean, it's... it's you are just... the expert. You tell me now. <laughs> I can't tell you who, who they've arrested. Whisper it in my ear. But it's, it is interesting because um, whoever it is arrested, Mercy's still in hospital and someone sneaks into her room. So would that not be the person that tried to murder her? So have they have the police got the wrong person? It's Hollyoaks. It's entirely feasible. It is. Me. It there is. Are, there is another murder on the loose. I know. <laughs> Breeder. Breeder is still is hanging still on there. in there. I know. And, and so, yeah, so I don't know when they're going to resolve who shot Mercy, but there's just, it, it could have been anybody in that soap. Anybody. It's a, a who done it. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, and also there's a twist with a kind of IVF storyline, isn't there? Because Brody insists that Liberty tells Sienna that there are no viable embryos left. Yes. So, Tell us a bit yes. more about that. So, you know, this is a this is an IVF storyline with a Hollyoaks twist to it. Um, you know, and it, it is it is really hard if if you need IVF and you have you have issues in con- conception. You know, it's a really stressful stressful time. And um, so she has gone to her sister to to you know as a surrogate mother to carry one of her one of her eggs for her. You know, but so she has her own eggs and they can fertilize them, but she then can't carry. Yes. Them. Okay. So they were going to, but she now no longer has any viable embryos left. So nobody really wants to tell Sienna this because it's going to break her heart. You know, this is, there are other options I'm sure they could find, but at the moment. That's her dream. That's her dream. Um, So they come up with a plan. Oh, no, I can't say what the plan is, but, you know, (laughs) will it? backfire on Liberty and Brody, and I would have to say, oh, yes. Well, I think <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> yes. So, so, so yes, it so would be a good week to watch Hollyoaks. If you've, got a, if you've got a hot date with your dream man, I would say cancel it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Fernando, I'm not in that night. <laughs> um, moving on to Casualty, um, there's a discovery this week. Yes. Yes, yeah, so last week um, David proposed to Rosa, and Rosa's Rosa's mum has has been over from Venezuela, and she really wants her daughter to to be married and happy and all of this. Um, so she's been sort of pulling strings behind the scenes. She's not orchestrating the whole thing. She, I can't <laughs> bear it. <laughs> she's not quite. But Rosa and David agreed to sort of pretend to be in a in a in a relationship just to make a mum happy. But a mum's pushed it a bit further and said that she's seriously ill 
that time is of the essence and she would love to see her daughter married. Oh, no. I know. It's, it's, it, it's a nice storyline. It's, it, you know, her mum loves her daughter. Couldn't possibly end in tears, could it? <laughs> <No>. Anybody's. <laughs> but, you know, so they're, they're doing the sham thing and last week David, when he proposed, he kind of, in front of her mum, it was a sham one, but maybe he was, had some maybe. feelings there. You've got to have some, haven't you, yes, to be able to even yes, do that in the I first know. place. Surely you yes. can be, I mean, they're all actors, obviously, yes. but you could be that good an actor, no. surely. <laughs> no, and and um, so what will Rosa do when she discovers, you know, her, that her mum's lied to David and that they're now, you know, it's it's lovely. I think I think romance will grow between David and Rosa from all of this because they're having to be thrown together. I mean, they already share a house because she's his flatmate. And they work together. <laughs> so maybe it's meant to be. Yes. Let, let's hope. Nothing's ever meant to be in soap land, but, you know, let's hope that this might be the one-off. Um, and finally, drum roll, please, because we want to talk all things Holby, um, because poor Jack has a bit of a breakdown while operating on Elliot, doesn't I she? I know. Isn't that scary? That's re- It is scary because you're in the operating theatre yes. and she's, yeah, yeah, not good. <laughs> so we've we've seen Jack go downhill mentally over the over the over the past few weeks and Elliot's her mentor and her good friend really good friend and he has a bad heart condition and she's operating on him in the middle of this operation she just she just goes into meltdown she just she has a breakdown and she has to you be just can't do that while you you're operating on something I mean that's just you just can't that's not gr- with someone's gross heart misconduct. <laughs> You will be fired. <laughs> I mean, heart <laughs> operations are always a bit tricky anyway, but you do kind of want your... Is there any backup? Please tell me there's backup. <laughs> yes. Please tell me there's another surgeon yes. to step in and sort this sorry situation out. Yes, there is someone does step in, obviously, to finish the operation. But Fletch, Fletch, who's also a good friend of Jack, has to, has to remove her from the theatre. I mean, having to remove a doctor from the theatre is major, absolutely major. And she'll feel like she's let Elliot down. Yes. And so that won't help her break no. down... At no, all? No, it's it's a monumental breakdown. It's not just a couple of tears. It's monumental. Right. Well, I think that's absolutely everything this week. I feel uh, suitably full um, from all that information. And I'm looking forward to finding out some of the answers, Claire, that you won't tell me. Yes. Um, but thank you very much for listening, guys. We will be back next week. And please remember to subscribe. See you later. Listener.